Welcome to another exciting episode of NIDS Knowledge, a weekly show of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies, where we are advancing peace, promoting stability, and helping you to think deterrence. Each week, we inform you about a deterrence topic and its value in preserving peace. We hope you enjoy this show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your host, Jim Petrosky, on the NIDS Podcasting Network. I hope you find this show informative and entertaining as you continue to think deterrence. Today, I will be addressing a question sent to me by an alert and dear listener who contacted me via our nids at thinkdeterrence.com email. By the way, did you know that you can contact us with feedback about our shows or to suggest a topic at nids at thinkdeterrence.com? If not, now you know. Additionally, you can interact with us about deterrence conversations at our X feed, formerly known as Twitter, I believe we're obligated to say that for some reason, at our handle, at Think Deterrence. Our ex-presence, at Think Deterrence, is updated daily and we respond to questions about deterrence and converse on a host of topics. Give us a try. So back to our dear listener. I'll refer to her as Miss Anani Mouse. Anani asked about natural atomic source radiation and where it comes from. This was based upon my exceptionally informative fallout episodes, number 55 and 57 of this broadcast. Specifically, Anani wanted to know how much radiation we were exposed to due to natural sources and the potential health effects. So here goes, Anani. As always, I wish to start with definitions in order to frame the discussion and remove any doubt that I am truly a scientist. After all, I have degrees on my walls, a lab coat, a pocket protector, and everything else needed for a scientist. The energy deposited by radiation in human tissue is measured in units of rad, as in, hey dude, that's rad. This unit of measurement is, however, insufficient for assessing Anani's true interest, and that is because it's related to health effects of natural radiation exposure. This is because the energy deposited varies based upon the radiation source and the part of the body that is affected. One type of radiation, for example, an alpha particle, deposits all of its energy in a very small volume, whereas gamma rays deposit their energy in a very large volume. Additionally, some parts of the body are just more sensitive than others to certain effects. This may seem confusing at first, but you intuitively know this from your experiences. For example, suppose you were asked to touch a very warm iron with a part of your body. If you touch it with your elbow for a period, you might barely feel it. However, if you touch it to your liver with the same iron for the same time, the results would be disastrous. Okay, bad analogy. So choose any other, quote, sensitive body part for your analogy. I chose liver because this show is family friendly. But I think you can agree, body part makes a difference. Now back to definitions. A definition that includes the health effects on the body and the body parts is the REM, as in Hey, dude, that's REM. REM 
is an acronym that means radiation equivalent man, and it considers the potential health effects of a low-level radiation dose on the human body. Because a REM is a large dose, most health information is based upon the millirem, which is one one-thousandth of a REM. And lastly, health effects are a result of an accumulation of dose. So most health effects are based upon dose over time, leading to the common radiation dose part of the definition millirems per year. Now with that out of the way, I can finally answer Anani regarding natural radiation. According to the United Nations Scientific Committee on the Effects of Atomic Radiation, the average annual dose due to natural radiation is about 300 millirem per year. This includes the following sources. Cosmic radiation. Cosmic radiation is radiation that reaches through our atmosphere from outer space in the cosmos and gets to Earth. It accounts for about 27 millirem per year. Cosmogenic sources. Cosmogenic sources are those sources that are formed on Earth, including those created by cosmic radiation byproducts. Additionally, there are non-natural sources such as residual nuclear weapon fallout and nuclear reactor emissions. These account for about 1 millirem per year. Again, note that some of this is natural and some is not, but is a small part of the 300 millirems per year. Terrestrial radiation. Terrestrial radiation is due to the natural decay of primordial pre-existing Unstable atoms in the Earth, primarily potassium, uranium, and thorium isotopes. These account for about 28 millirems per year. Inhaled radon gas. Radon gas is formed naturally due to the radioactive decay of elements, including primordial uranium. And you can also get inhaled gas or dust particles. Uh, in the air. And these together account for about 200 millirems per year. Yes, 200 millirems per year. It's the biggest component of this radiation that you take into your body. And it's all natural. And then your own body uses decaying radioactive materials and metals, such as carbon, you've heard of carbon-14, potassium, and lead. And it leads to an internal dose and this leads to about 40 millirems per year of dose. So I've thrown a lot of numbers around, but all of these together combine to give you about 300 millirems per year of dose. And just to be complete, and for comparison, there's another category of dose that needs to be considered. And that are unnatural doses for medical industrial use of radiation sources. These are estimated to be about 350 millirem per year, giving a total dose for the average person, and it varies by location, region, and the kind of medical issues you may run into, of about 750 millirems per year, of which, by the way, less than one millirem per year comes from nuclear power and nuclear fallout. So a very small amount. Now to give context as 
750 millirem per year average total dose, a standard dental x-ray results in about 3 millirems of dose, which is part of that 350 millirems I stated previously. To assess health effects, I provide the following information from the International Council on Radiation Protection, who sets limits to public dose due to radiation work activity. This group has recommended an annual additional dose of 100 millirems per year from this activity. So with their additional dose, that would come out to 850 millirem per year, of which less than one millirem per year is from nuclear power and nuclear fallout dose. So I've managed to run out of time already and give you about half the answer for Anani. So this is my tease to my follow-on episode to discuss health effects of radiation and connect them to weapons use. This dose slash health relationship is a bit complex to assess when doses are low because it's hard to determine what effect, if any, there is. But I will try to break it down to you in the next episode. And there is one thing for certain. It would certainly hurt if you put a hot iron against your liver. Thank you for listening to NIDS Knowledge. This show is produced under the NIDS Podcasting Network, a division of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies. NIDS is a 501c3 organization dependent upon donations to provide this podcast and bring about awareness of the peacekeeping value of U.S. strength and our national deterrence. You can catch all of our podcasts or provide feedback at thinkdeterrence.com. I would like to thank our producer, Kimberly Charrington, our sponsors, and all the fantastic members of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies for making this podcast possible. Stay tuned next week for another exciting and informative NIDS knowledge. A production of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies.